What man speaking about work life balance you seem to have had a very <laughs> few busy weeks <laughs> <laughs> Yeah yeah I know I know yeah it's 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 been uh, busy for the past uh, several weeks now because right. uh, you know we've been trying to streamline some things we've been trying to hire people right uh, it's a it's a it's i mean it's it's a busy time but not a time that i don't enjoy right so both uh, both of them being two completely different things or the same things depending on whether you hate or love your job right exactly <laughs> <laughs> and the weird thing is um, i hear a lot about work life balance and i've heard this from the time i started my career it was always portrayed as the carrot that the donkey should be going for you know as though it is the responsibility of the employer to make sure that the employee understands how to benefit uh, how to better manage his time and his people and his quotient of happiness you know but according to me ashok i think it is up to the employee to create a work life balance uh, and he's got to make sure that his employer signs off on it too or he's got to join an organization that shares his views on it but uh, i don't think we can sit here and and expect profit making entities to go out of their way humanize our problems and tell us how to lead our lives you know uh, I think, no, I think a, the when you said that uh, you know you need to join you know uh, organize, an organization which uh, you know agrees more with what you think about the work life balance I think that's the way to go Christy because right uh, you know I mean if you take countries like Europe they have very strict regulations uh, against uh, I mean uh, regarding vacation regarding right. maternity leave very generous uh, usually right uh, and uh, the US is supposed to be really bad I think India India is bad too Okay. because i mean at least at least we are uh, we are we are a developing country mm-hmm. and then you know we have a lot to prove to ourselves right. uh, you know and then the rest of the world but uh, yeah then again uh, you know i mean uh, if if you really look at the developed countries uh, mm-hmm. yeah so i mean uh, let, let's say for example you take uh, sweden or you know uh, norway you know they have excellent uh, quality of life right but also you know you don't really hear about uh, them in the news much because you know <laughs> they don't <laughs> born right. happy die happy right <laughs> right right right, and, right, right. Uh, what you hear about is uh, people who are creating the facebooks microsoft googles and apples of the world these are the americans right i mean yeah. uh, they have some uh, <laughs> they don't have the best uh, work life balance uh-huh. but then yeah then it's all about i think uh, finally Uh, finding you know uh, i mean it's uh, doing what you love and yeah. uh, going back to the old cliche yeah, done done to death yeah i have yeah. in fact a mixed response to it because on one end i i've seen all these recognition going towards the way of people who have gone beyond that line of duty and stuff like that which most of the time entails long hours of work and then you also have the company promoting saying hey we don't want you around like you know Uh, after 6 i'm like make up your minds do you want me to go out of my way and put in the time because many a times uh, you don't have to put in that extra time but you can and extract meaningful value from it uh, right so i don't think the employee can be held accountable for not putting in that extra time but i think and rightfully so he should be rewarded for it but i don't know where that gels in with the organizations promoting work life balance as mandatory Yeah man I mean uh, see w- uh, work life balance is uh, as close to an oxymoron as you can get <laughs> exactly. right I mean uh, you're trying to you know balance something uh, 
as if the, they they are two or two opposites they are right. not they are part of one one life right i mean right. so i mean if you you're balancing it because it's out of balance right exactly and uh, you're trying to do something it also has uh, a lot to do about the way i think uh, work itself has evolved in the past mm-hmm. uh, now for example uh, <laughs> when we were in the forests right? right work was being done to survive right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know if i i needed to go out uh, <laughs> kill a kill a deer and come back <laughs> right. you know we were essentially looking at uh, survival and it's not like you know there's there's a bunch of guys who were not hunting deer and they're still living right i mean they'll get killed right? <laughs> because they they'll get ostracized and they'll just get killed right <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> yeah poor guys i mean so I, i think the whole the whole point is that the way that work has evolved we evolved uh, uh, beyond the, the industrialization of societies mm-hmm. we we've gone more towards uh, you know uh, knowledge based industries right. and the evolution of work is actually more mind oriented now mm-hmm. which which is a really good thing because you know we have gone from brown Mm-hmm. to gender equality mm-hmm. and i think the future is uh, basically a, a world possibly without <laughs> money right. and 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 which is really good and mm-hmm. and possibly where the 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 weak are really taken care of because that's fighting your biological instincts for example uh, you know you you heard a lot about the survival of the fittest it's mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's part of darwin's theory of evolution right where you know you need your brawn to survive right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, well you don't need that anymore right i mean for example you can't punch your way out of problems anymore you can't you can't right i mean you you got to uh, you know if you have to fight your competitor you need to outsmart them right, right. that's that's pretty them. you can't wrestle them yeah unless you're uh, you, you know you're you're your competitor is in the wwe right my so, dream job fyi <laughs> right <laughs> and and it's a great that you did not go there and yep. get get your black ass beat <laughs> that's good are you going to bleep that out <laughs> yeah what do you think <laughs> so uh, uh so i mean uh, so i think the the uh, the evolution of work in that sense it's mm-hmm. it co- it brings a, a completely new set of challenges now because we have gone from brown to gender equality Mm-hmm. there comes things about maternity because you know hey you know uh you know uh, uh, pretty much uh, you know you, if you have to have children you need time off right there there's there's no other way to do that and what happens to your job like what you like out of a job and you need to search for a job all over again mm-hmm. uh, and then what happens if uh, you need to hire somebody mm-hmm. who's just married and you you know that you going she's going to start a family right what do you do then you hire her and then in couple of months you need to give her 6 months off what's going to happen right you need all policies around all that now and as much as i hear about these pro maternity uh, policies in corporate organizations i still hear a lot of talk of like whenever they hire women who have just gotten married they immediately start thinking about oh my god she might have a kid in a f- uh, few years so we can't entrust her with too much responsibility it's ridiculous who waits who waits few years christy by the way it's huh? uh, it's like, like who waits few years it's like next yeah, month yeah. right yeah right, <laughs> so, right 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 so yeah that's a, that, that that's definitely a possibility and and maybe they'll introduce robotic process automation to it <laughs> get it done in like a month <laughs> as you said 
Yeah, man. I mean, uh, that's that's the thing, right? I mean, uh, we need policies around all these things. You know, we we you know we see the whole 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 the whole problem is that uh, you know, uh, like I, I keep telling uh, my guys, right? That uh, uh, you know, when you when you look at uh, the office, you know, who's mm-hmm. the office, right? Not the furniture, not the computers, right? It's it's you guys, right? The people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the people. They are they are the office. When you say office, right? they are the they are the they are the organization, right? I mean, number yeah. one, because tomorrow you can move, you can change all your furniture, but when you change all your people, your organization will will significantly change, right? So yeah, that's that's the whole point. So you know, we need policies around all these things. You cannot treat treat people. you know uh, because because you know you you're competing in this crazy world mm-hmm. and you you want to hire people you know who would work really hard you know who won't go off on maternity leaves that's that's definitely something but how how do we be humane how do we be you know have, you know very reasonable about all these things be fair right, right? because right. so many times i see that although we have all these uh, you know maternity leave, leave policies and things like that people are reluctant to hire uh, female employees who are recently married or right. you know who who are you know in the beginning uh, stages of of uh, pregnancy mm-hmm. yeah man that's that's a that's a that's a complete mess right now i think it will it's going to take a really long time before we can really have all the right buffers in place to allow all these things right i mean even the sexual harassment laws over here are quite uh, archaic i don't think they have caught up to the global standards at all and even if they have on paper i don't think it is uh, practiced uh, that's a, that's a completely different uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, discussion uh, christy and we definitely have to have a lady in the podcast to discuss that yeah we'll bring we'll we we'll, we promise we'll bring someone soon <laughs> right and <laughs> just to go back to what you were saying about how the work culture is changing right i hate to use the cliche but uh, are we once again trying to go back to our roots because uh, when i think about farmers the cultivators uh, the people who started the trade i see their lives having been intricately integrated into the work that they do and vice versa uh, and i've and i've been privy to also a lot of discussions on how uh, work life balance is a myth and it's actually work life integration but uh, for the modern employee is this even possible do you think uh, uh, how many desperate cries from loved ones uh, about how someone cares about their office more than they do about their families uh, isn't that enough proof that integration might not work right now given how the current work culture is and it's the 9 to 5 thing i mean not 9 to 5 i don't even know why they say 9 to 5 i have always worked 9 to 6 all my life i don't know where <laughs> they got this 9 to 5 nonsense from yeah i have no idea man where they got yeah. the 9 to 5 from i think there was <laughs> there was even a, a formals uh, uh, you know uh, i mean uh, clothes line called mm-hmm. uh, uh, 9 to 5 and then oh, i was like really oh, okay. yeah, yeah yeah shirts and pants formals right right yeah so are, yeah the reason why i i brought up this work life integration is i see you uh, practicing it at some level because like you love the craft of what you do right so you do bring it home and you, and you do work on it during week simply because you love the process of it right yeah yeah absolutely uh, christy and i am fiercely i fiercely guard what i work on how i work on what kind of freedom uh, you know i want when i when i work Mm-hmm. uh that is essentially uh because the the work uh, ethic and culture that uh, i've evolved over a significant uh, over a significant period of time right, right. it it is fascinates me is that joy in it though but 
I'm sorry yeah. is there joy yeah. in it absolutely man i mean there uh-huh. there's there's a, there's a lot of joy in it mm-hmm. because uh, for me at least you know i i constantly <laughs> i don't want to really say this but i look for challenges right, uh, right, right. Uh, because you know you uh, new things always fascinate me and i get really i get easily bored by you know you know old things and you know i, I want to see you know what's new i'm always fascinated by it even even the way that we evolved like we we were talking about the evolution of work itself right mm-hmm. from brown to the information age from the industrial industrial age to the information age right right and see how various uh, discoveries and and inventions have actually uh, you know abetted that now for example uh you imagine uh that uh, a, a while ago like like you mentioned that when we were farming and stuff like that mm-hmm. right we i mean sundown is done right i mean you right. probably had candles right and you what could you do in candlelight right maybe you you could you, i mean when you when you had a meal you, you couldn't even know how many bugs you were swallowing yeah so that's that's how life was but imagine what would have happened the moment electricity came mm mm-hmm. right and that point would have really <laughs> changed work life balance for good right 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 because then what happens is that you know it it helps in the whole industry becoming uh, going towards uh, the information age mm-hmm. and then you know you your your work hours mm-hmm. are extended because it doesn't matter that you know you take light for granted today right yeah uh, now imagine you just you just had to rely on uh, you know uh, daylight to work yeah you would be done by sundown right way before sundown in fact because sundown is sundown but in your house inside your house it's going to get dark by what 4:35 o'clock yeah. by indian standards indian standards it's not time management it's absolutely mandatory that they should get it done uh, exactly right i mean so that's mm-hmm. that's going to happen so this this whole work life balance thing is is relatively new to us mm-hmm. right and uh, it's it's not only about the 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 way that work itself has changed but how various inventions and discoveries have abetted in in actually enforcing those changes mm-hmm. and also as you had said they shouldn't have joined those two words together because many seem to be under the impression that balance means 50 50 you know uh, Uh, 50% work 50% life that's not the case uh, balance is achieved when one feels fulfilled both at work and in their lifestyle and if you're the sort of the person who prefers a 70 to 30% ratio so what go right ahead uh, even if your company has some work life balance policy that doesn't agree with yeah. your philosophy you should just go right ahead and do it because i find it like a circular motion it's like a snake eating its own head you know some life imitates art imitates life uh, work impacts life impacts work and uh, it's super important that we need to find balance in work and life individually nothing in particular the, the other other thing is uh, christy i think uh, a lot of us right uh, we would like to do a lot of stuff ourselves mhm and that causes a lot of problem right mm-hmm. now i've always been fascinated by how you know two or more human beings can come together uh-huh. and uh, create something that is much much more than the sum of its parts sum of its parts mm-hmm. 
and you know i've said this about cities in the in the uh, in earlier podcast that we used to talk because you know i, I don't want to get away get away from cities i am perfectly yeah. at home in cities because you know that's where human beings come together in, in, and do amazing things right, right? and that is proof we've done amazing things i mean there's no denying that absolutely not i am not just talking about building building skyscrapers i'm also talking about making movies making music you know uh, culturally uh, important works of uh, arts and culture uh, making kim know. kardashian an internet star <laughs> let's, let's add that to our portfolio sure <laughs> we so, made paris hilton and kim kardashian famous <laughs> <laughs> so all this right so and right. uh, and when it comes to uh, working and uh, you somehow um have a huge problem with the with work life balance you know i think we need to look and figure out if we are individually trying to do a lot of things that we can delegate right yeah, yeah. and delegation is actually not easy because two things need to happen right first is you need to be able to have a absolutely brilliant team mm-hmm. right and people forget the and part and you need to trust them <laughs> you need to trust them that's <laughs> if you assemble if you assemble a great team right your job is not done right mm-hmm. if you assemble a great team and then you 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 know you delegate and you then you micromanage them it's not going to work yeah right and you assemble a great team and you still go ahead and do all the things yourself it's not going to work either yeah right so the trust part i think is is what is lacking in so many people i've seen in my life i've worked yeah. with yeah it's, it's yeah. also very much like being a parent uh, it's almost like being a dad and then trusting that your child would have taken the right decision to pick which degree that he he or she wants to do i think so many people would not have daddy issues if that was the case yeah man and it's that basic trust like a uh, trust in their abilities and their fortitude to find success yeah and uh, i always keep saying right i mean Uh, it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission right so there, <laughs> i'll remember is, that there's a bunch of ways to figure it out like how you work right for example you you convince your team right mm-hmm. to go ahead and do what they think is reasonable mm-hmm. right then you figure out a mechanism to essentially point out their mistakes Yeah. or correct them now for example you have a daily meeting you have a weekly meeting or whatever mm-hmm. so here here you have this brilliant team of smart super smart people mm-hmm. right and then you know they are going out there they're doing stuff they are only you know telling you or taking your opinion when it's absolutely necessary right over a period of time you know we figure out a way to work with each other they know when exactly i would like to know about something yeah. right Yeah. and they they'll know exactly uh, you know when they can absolutely go ahead and make a decision right yeah. and this this particular arrangement comes in place by them making a lot of mistakes and then me figuring out a mechanism to to find out if you know a lot of mistakes have been made and you know gently tell them hey you know i think this would have been better right and i i think this you could have come to me and then they're smart people so yeah. It, it after 4 5 6 months they figure out how to work with me right right and and that's it man i mean uh, i'm pretty jobless after that 
Yeah, um, and I think what you said is crucial for them finding that balance at work. Uh, it's finding that harmony at work, and without that, uh, I don't think you can even begin to maximize anyone's potential without the trust factor. Yeah, and and, and what uh, you know, if if you are going into work mm-hmm. and you there are like two hundred males working waiting for you, and there's a bunch of guys wait waiting out your out your door or near near your workspace to mm-hmm. to for you to answer a huge set of questions right yeah. ah, you're doing something really really wrong yeah. uh, because god damn it right i mean you haven't really empowered your team and your then team, right. yeah and then mm-hmm. that the what kind of stress that will cause to stay and uh, apart from your whole goddamn business you know coming coming down at some point of time because you know you are a horrible you know if you get hit by a truck you're done man i mean your whole business <laughs> is done right yeah. that's that's all it is right and and in india you most probably you're going to get hit by a truck and companies get made or get broken by people's egos and it might be even an individual's ego can sink ships so it's very very important that you take care of people's egos too and one major way of doing that is to tell them that you trust them enough to not micromanage them and on the contrary too if i find myself micromanaging somebody too much and alarm bell goes off too as to what that person's quality is i start becoming a little more focused on the mistakes that they're making and making an assessment as to what their quality uh-huh. is yeah. and that gets into a horrible negative feedback loop oh that's and from which yeah, yeah yeah you can never recover and and in fact i have a problem with people who are who come back to me for a lot of small decisions because right. i feel i you know I, i get a feeling they're not too smart yeah, because yeah. you know they can't decide and man why can't they use their ego for some good right <laughs> why can't they think that you know hey this guy is sitting in this cabin but you know what i'm sure he's smart but you know i'm possibly more smart, i'm smarter than him right okay. let me decide let me let me make a couple of mistakes and you know what you know you know he, what the hell right i mean let's let's make a couple of mistakes here right so yeah. if they are not thinking that it's it's a problem right and yeah. and and man how many times i would have come up with dumb ideas <laughs> right. and and when my team shoots those down i am like the happiest guy in the world and they they yeah, and yeah. several times this has happened people tell me you know what dude yeah we think it's a great idea but we think it's bad for this this and this reason i am like wow man my team they just saved me today right yeah they saved your butt right uh, right then and there and that's also what the purpose of the team is you learn through them even though you're a mentor through them exactly man man yeah the things that i've learned from my team oh my god <laughs> you know you know you know without 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 all these people in my life i don't know where i'll be right yeah. so that's that's why i keep saying christy that magic happens when people come together come right together. you can never never individually i mean if you're if you're an individual contributor to society like you're a writer mm-hmm. right you still get your ideas from people right yeah. and yeah, uh, yeah, you you are you you're just a mosaic of all the people you met in your life so Yeah. yeah and and be 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 sure that that mosaic is made up of all the beautiful gemstones you can you can gather yeah the worst case scenario no matter what negative influence any group of people might have they make for a wonderful audience so if you're somebody who creates <laughs> just put it out there they don't even have to like it or share it on social media the fact that you're exposing them to it means a big deal yeah 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 that's true that's true man also yeah. i think uh, one one major uh, you know thing 
that you know uh, contributes to a stress is like you 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 rightly pointed out egos and yeah. how it it takes companies down yeah. the other other thing i find is is the lack of humor when you go to a workspace which mm-hmm. has 30 40 people or even 10 or even 5 people working Mm-hmm. and you do not find it nice chaotic and yeah. funny <laughs> people randomly laughing their uh, their butts off something is wrong get out of there yeah, you're <laughs> right? walking into a group of zombies that's what exactly and and then you know i i constantly keep looking for signs of uh, uh, you know uh, self deprecating humor in people <laughs> because it it shows me that you know they do not take themselves seriously right okay. Right. yeah so that that's very very impo- important for me right and the other thing that people underestimate is the power of humor okay right. i learned a great the greatest management lesson uh, from actually uh, one of our uh, one, <laughs> one of our mates right Ooh, one yes. of our friends no, no one of our one of our mates in, in oh mates thank god my, i thought yeah. friends in my in my in my uh, native place so uh-huh. uh, she told me she passed away uh, uh, recently mm-hmm. uh, she told me a very very interesting story she said uh, she used to work in another house too and uh, you know she used to make uh, of course she used to cook right, right. and uh, she told me this this phenomenal story which which i, uh, I helped me till this day right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you worked with me a little bit so you you might know that uh, you know i'm i'm very generous in appreciating people's work you uh, are no and, i'm kidding you are you are <laughs> and 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 i i send out emails uh, saying hey good job man great job yeah. you know what i do without you you're my usually your life saver and all that I, I, and and i do not do that mechanically i really mean it when i do that yeah and and every time i do that i would have told this to someone a hundred times right and every time I, this happens they you know send me a message on slack or something and say hey that means a lot to me right, right. that's very very heartwarming by the way so this lesson i learned from uh, this this particular maid her name was amina she mm-hmm. passed away recently so i like i said she used to work uh, you know in another house and there were two women there okay i i believe they were uh, uh, possibly mother and daughter i i forget now mm-hmm. so the daughter uh, would demand work from her she would say i mean i'm hungry make me dosas right okay and uh, the mother had a completely different approach she would say ah, when amina makes dosas they are the best Oh. and you know when my daughter makes them they are okay oh. <laughs> <laughs> and amina would walk into the kitchen mm-hmm. <laughs> with such joy <laughs> and she would love to make dosas for this old lady wow. and i was like wow she told me this she told me this she was like when she tells me it's the same dosas i'm making right there's there's no difference it's the same heat indian heat and <laughs> you're standing in the kitchen in that horrible heat making dosas for these for this absolutely thankless lady mm-hmm. and when your work is appreciated mm-hmm. the whole goddamn thing changes yeah right? it's totally worth whatever yeah. effort that we put into yeah it. yeah and absolutely man i mean and and you know i sometimes see organizations where they have hierarchies are there in every organization when people tell me it's a flat, flat organization i sometimes laugh at it because there's there's no flat flat organization in the world it's like what, transparency what is there however is mm-hmm. an is an organization where irrespective of rank 
you respect each other there's a culture of respect right right ultimately uh, christy if there's a co-founder and and you, you are you are the vice president you can't throw out the co-founder right <laughs> so that <laughs> right. means that's not a flat organization right 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 you you are the you are the vp you can you can get thrown out by the co-founder that's how it works because there there is a structure to everything yes. however just because someone is the co-founder you know if they are mean to the vp right or you know there there's uh, managers who are mean to their their subordinates that's a huge problem that's that's like alarm bell goes out go go yeah, after yeah. me right so this this using humor as a very powerful powerful tool right right and and uh, you know you can ridicule yourself in emails and saying oh my god you know how did we achieve this guys are you even serious about this so <laughs> how while everybody knows that you're serious about work you don't have to tell them. that's default right Now and you someone, show it by what you do i mean you don't have exactly. to even talk about it you show it you, exactly you just say hey you know hey we beat the you know we beat the crap out of this particular competitor right we we, we know that and we build this great product right everybody knows you see you come to work because you're serious and you don't you don't tell that to people exactly that's default right what's not default is god damn it man people i i just just they just cannot use humor uh, <laughs> and to get these things done right yeah, yeah. you can use humor to criticize people exactly i in fact rely on humor to resolve conflicts as in even yeah. when there's a heated conversation going on between you and a team member or between your team members you can use humor to basically pacify the situation it uh, reduces the volume a little bit and it makes for an even platform right yeah absolutely absolutely uh, christy so yeah that i think the humor is one of the least used tools in 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 corporations today <laughs> for bringing balance right into the work part of our uh, yeah. lives and, and, yeah and uh, we all know that uh, you know statistics in the in the united states show that uh, doctors who are humorous and doctors who are friendly with people get sued a lot less a lot less well that sounds a little scary i mean i can imagine receiving a text message you know lol you are hiv positive i don't think i take it <laughs> in the right spirit <laughs> no man I, i'm saying you know you know uh, people are forgiving right yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know when when you when you're funny and uh, you know i'm not saying just go learn get a <laughs> this <laughs> book of jokes that's that that's not not people's happiness <laughs> yeah i know i know and uh, you know three um, uh, <laughs> a jew a christian and a muslim walk into a bar but anyway the muslim refuses because he doesn't drink so uh, <laughs> you know i have a new walk into the bar joke uh, check this out a mushroom walked into the bar and everybody lit up because he was a fun guy Oh my god. I know. Are you kidding me? Ta 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 ta. A Muslim a Jew and a Christian walk into a bar and the bartender says, "Hey, this this sounds like a bar joke." Oh. <laughs> okay, this will get very messy if we go down this road of walking hey, humor, into a bar. Humor, humor man. Humor, humor they got. Because gotta. boy that Jesus walks into a lot of those bars. <laughs> Hey no man hey, we know. are humorous and our listeners will be forgiving so we, that, that's we the are, lesson we learned right we are edgy but not explicit <laughs> yeah and uh, we make sure that we have all the alter, alternative uh, bad words and swear words so that <laughs> we don't get banned out of <laughs> iTunes <laughs> you know 
speaking of alternative words i just came up with something today i said uh, that i found an, an alternative name for astrology you want to know what it is yeah absolutely buddy starbucks <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> yeah but, but only, only for the guy who is uh, who is consulting right one person liked it on twitter so i'm really happy that you said you liked it <laughs> yeah yeah so humor is definitely a bringer of this balance and harmony to the workplace nothing in particular Do you talk to your team about this work life balance do you sit them aside and tell them that you know that they need to have a life outside work and things like that no man i th- there's only one thing i tell them i tell them there is no destination there's only a journey so i i just tell them that you know whatever makes you happy makes what you what do happy. you like kung fu monk or what <laughs> must float like a leaf on the river what what are you saying no man the the whole point today is that uh, one yeah. of the one of the you know uh, reasons why th- there is a problem with work life balance also is i think that you know um, you know in india startups are crazy right now right mm-hmm. i mean uh, people are talking about startups all the time and mm-hmm. there there's a, there's a competition has been there all the time even the 70s and 60s right? it's not that we never had any competition right right but the whole point is that uh, people somehow think that uh, they can control uh, an end goal uh, mm-hmm. which which is which is which is actually not even possible because uh, uh, you know statistics show us that most of the startups when uh, when they st- when they start and if they are successful mm-hmm. it's never their primary product idea which they had which right. actually works out for them right? right so if if that is the case and uh, you know statistically proven then there's actually nothing that you can control right but however if you uh, really concentrate on the journey uh you know you really want to make sure that uh, uh you know people have to be happy all the time because th- the journey matters a lot and there is there really is no destination right now for example i have uh, you know worked on many startups that failed right which uh-huh. did uh, in a particular for a, in a particular definition right they did not make a lot of money they did It's- not get sold yeah it failed financially but still for whatever duration you did give those jobs and then people did you know uh, live their lives based on the income that they were getting from your startup so i don't know if they failed but maybe from a financial standpoint they weren't successful right no because uh, the the, main, the the most important thing is i do not remember a startup in which i was not happy the startups fail now you could have never controlled that because yeah, you know yeah, generally yeah. generally they say this about startups right, right. so there there's only three things right there there's team there's product and then there's the market right mm-hmm. team you know <laughs> you can change the team you can bring in new people you can you can remove some people right the product you can change right you can add new features remove old features or whatever mm-hmm. you cannot fight the market right what i'm trying to say is that there is no way you can determine what's going to be the outcome of a startup but what you can determine however is that hey i'm going to office today i'm going to be happy mm-hmm. right because of this this and this reason right this is the way that we want you know uh, all my colleagues to work you we have a culture of respect we right. love we, we love what we do right and uh, you know we're going to be we're going to try to be good nice guys right yeah yeah and uh, one particular uh, aspect i read this in a book uh, i believe uh, it was the everything store uh, 
mm-hmm. which talks about uh, Jeff Bezos, in which uh, he points out that um, uh, possibly one of uh, his grandparents told him is that uh, to be smart is a gift and and uh, uh, to be kind is a choice. Ah, right? uh-huh. yeah. So yeah, you know, you you can you can be really smart, but hey, what did you do to right. be smart? Right, you you just born that way, right? Yeah. But uh, being kind is a choice, and you know, we need to make that we consciously make that choice, and you can make the choice, uh, 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 you know, very very often, every day, several times a day, mm-hmm. by by just uh, you know being uh, t- uh, teaching your you, you know your, your colleague something new, yeah. or being patient when someone's going to a, through a tough time. Yeah, yeah. All these things add up, uh, Christy, and. Uh, you know you know all these things make up uh, towards to, uh, making an organization organization's culture because if you do not set a culture mm-hmm. whatever prevails becomes the culture and that's a very dangerous dangerous thing, thing. Um, i'm wondering though do you have this mindset because uh, you've uh, primarily been working for startups most of your life right so in any startup i've seen that every staff no matter what role they are playing feel responsible for the overall success and growth of the company so even if work consumes a part of their lives that that is a little more than they had expected it's okay because they feel that it's worth it but when you work for established brands or companies that have been around for decades or with a huge workforce there is no escaping that slight sense of disorientation that eventually comes you know in the worst case in its worst case it's a disillusionment disillusionment uh, so any loss in balance it freaks people out uh, unless there's a lot of money or a lot of recognition at stake it simply doesn't feel worth the effort so do you think that there is a huge difference between large companies and startups with this work life balance even though there's a lot of uh, discussions about how it's thinning the line i don't think it's thinning at all no i completely agree with you krishna i uh, making culture scalable uh, mm-hmm. very few people have done right mm-hmm. because i think there's there's very few companies who have cultures worth talking about mm-hmm. who have actually uh, you know scaled it to uh, a particular level like for example i mean uh, right now uh, you know in my in my uh, current avatar mm-hmm. there's there's like uh, about 30 Uh, roughly 30 people in the office who i know everybody by name right and uh, you know uh, but but <laughs> let's say you are 2000 3000 people yeah. you have to you know you know uh, essentially uh, you know you, you're going to come to terms that you know you, you're not going to be able to remember everybody's name right absolutely however what i do not agree is that uh, the culture uh, permeates the organization and it is actually set by the top guys right? right a very good example is what is happening at uber right the the kind oh, of yeah. Uh, yeah 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 man it's terrible right uh, and at the same time right uh, uh, you know there's this one one particular book i always recommend to uh, marketers it's this this book called uh, made to stick by chip and dan heath now uh, these guys you know essentially uh, you know talk about uh, communicating ideas right mm-hmm. now in in made to stick there there's uh, a bunch of things a bunch of uh, what do you call uh, ideas that these guys talk about the authors uh, about how to essentially communicate your ideas clearly and 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 
and uh, you know we come across various anecdotes where uh, there's this various companies and the people who run those companies want to uh, you know put out these ideas and culture culture uh, to their people mm-hmm. and they make it very simple like a single sentence culture right now for example uh, i believe this uh, in this context they were talking about uh, low uh, cost airline probably ryanair but you know i could be wrong okay is that the ceo sets the culture in one sentence mm-hmm. can we make flying from point a to point b cheaper right okay now if you are an airline and uh, the moment passengers uh, you know board uh well you you can give them uh, <laughs> a pack of french fries okay. and they'll definitely you know you, you definitely scoring brownie points right yeah they're going to tweet about it they 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 you know they're going to be happy about it but does it make it cheaper when uh, they are traveling from point a to point b no it's not going to make it cheaper right. right so if someone comes up with that idea sorry it's not going to work it's not going to work it's not going to work right this yeah this is also quite similar to when a company in the name of employee engagement only focuses on fun activities these cultural and sports <laughs> events and they think that that actually compensates for an otherwise unsatisfying work culture right so coming back to the uh, the the low cost airline right idea so right. when someone comes up with an idea right and mm-hmm. there's a guiding principle for the organization does it mm-hmm. make it cheaper for the for the customer Mm-hmm. to go from point a to point b it does not okay that idea is gone mm-hmm. now there is there is a benchmark against which people can measure their ideas mm-hmm. and if it's going to you know <laughs> if it's going to come true they propose the idea or they you know go ahead and work on the idea right if if the giving a pack of french fries is not going to make it cheaper then they know that the, furthering the idea that there's absolutely no use of it there's no use in that right yeah and that's how that's how you said the culture and then there's also another example of a local newspaper in the united states mm-hmm. where the circulation is more than 100% because uh, cities nearby are reading them mm-hmm. <laughs> reading those reading copies <laughs> of the newspaper right the the mantra of that newspaper is three words local 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 okay reinforce yeah so yeah so if there's a journalist who comes up and says hey man today there's there's a huge uh, israeli palestinian problem going on should we really you know put it on our headlines local 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 that's not <laughs> local news that's not do yeah. right yeah, so you, you yeah you want to talk about this uh, uh, sorry indian kids indian kids who want the spelling b sure <laughs> <laughs> Inter- interview the girl put her on the put her on you know put her on the on the front page that's right. local right so right, that's right, right. yeah that, that's that's why you know they, they they're very clear about what they want to do right uh, christy so i think uh, you know like you said right i mean uh, when you scale scaling culture becomes very very difficult and that's where tools like this come into place now yeah. when we say clearly that we have a culture of respect right you keep saying that 100 times a day i i think it's still good yeah. right and it it will it will trickle down the ranks right but uh, you know as far as work culture at least in a developing nation like india goes i see these as best practices and i think there's going to be a fairly gargantuan percentage of people working for companies who probably don't give two cents about 
work culture so that's why i feel that this whole balance uh, needs to be internal you know when you're at work you've got to ask yourself what do you want from the company you want recognition you want rewards you want open communication and you want honesty uh, what does the company want from you they want your engagement they want your performance and they want your innovation you've got to find the balance in that and when you go back home you've got to ask yourself what do you want from work health finance fun or a sense of belonging cheese crackers whatever be the uh, the case right and ask yourself what does your life want from you it's simple just balance and if you eat too many Uh, cheese crackers you're going to get fat so work <laughs> life is not up to some human resources representative or your boss i think the balance and the balls have always been in our court and it's up to us to make the choice and there's no sense in sitting there with a woe's me attitude uh, you know i'm not saying do something drastic as quit if if you feel that your life is taking a beating because of work but uh, you've got to seize back control it's it's your life you know carpe uh, diem Yeah, man. So the let's let's take the example of uh, IT startup, right? IT right. product product startup. So because because that's the only thing I know. So if you take that example, right? I mean, you have uh, you know you you started. You're, mm-hmm. you're the founders, of course. You have a lot of stake in the company because you know you put in your money or your investors' money, and then you know you know success is for you to succeed, right? I mean, that's the mm-hmm. only thing. However, if you take if you go down the ranks, you know, for example, you got uh, team leaders, then you got. Uh, you know programmers developers for example you got various engineers and stuff like that so the whole idea is that uh, success for a co-founder is essentially to take the product to the market make it successful right? right however for the team lead for the programmers it's actually to work on a great product because at that stage in your career that's all you're looking for right that is success for you right so if you if you succeeded in building a great product whether it it really succeeded or not in the market <laughs> the engineer's job is done he is happy because he is happy yeah at that at that point of time all you know an engineer is looking for is that can i get work on a great product and learn a bunch of things the team leader is looking at hey can i manage a great set of engineers right and that's all that's all she is looking for right. and and the co-founders they they, they that, so success builds from the bottom up right that's that's the that's the whole point so if if you succeed and and certain leaders have the ability to rally you know the you troops know, together yeah, exact the troops together and when that happens everybody succeeds doesn't matter how hard they work right for them ultimately for the whole organization they they succeed as a whole whether whether they succeed in the market or not doesn't matter in that sense you know who i think has the toughest job right now like there are these roles called chief happiness officer like, oh my god how do you evaluate that like you can give anything to an employee and ask him are you happy and he will be like mm, no the traffic was really bad this morning screw <laughs> you i'm not happy you have not done your job yeah yeah it's insane yeah man i mean it, it, uh, it it's it's completely crazy you know everybody when everybody has a different goal in the organization there goes your happiness man <laughs> right there but goes your happiness i also see a dangerous trend in which people's expectations of what they should make of their lives are yeah. kind of harming the abilities that they bring to work for example i heard of this movement called van life have you heard of it what okay so so apparently gear up for this this is a good one okay it's apparently a bohemian social media movement that aims at creating a superior work life balance and i'll tell you how so bohemian social media yeah, yeah. they talk more right there man <laughs> So apparently we all become digital nomads and instead of flying around the world and finding the means to work which is much more difficult 
apparently we're all going to live in vans and and make a full time income by traveling all over the world in our vans this creates opportunities for us to live the life we imagine and to give back to the world so apparently uh, pumping the atmosphere full of petrol and diesel fumes is giving back to the world where is this even going work balance life balance 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 i think people just don't want to work at all yeah man i mean yeah i get that feeling too now i mean after hearing this is the most ridiculous absurd, right yeah absurd thing i've heard uh, you know since i was 16 yeah. and that. it's being promoted on forbes magazine oh yeah okay okay yeah. no forbes has got a couple of things to promote yeah yeah no problem <laughs> they are the huffington post of business man i mean lately <laughs> i'm sure forbes is never going to be our sponsor so screw forbes i don't, <laughs> I don't like your top 10 list of rich people too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you you're right, right? I mean, uh uh overwork people and and when when you are unable to delegate, you work up, you don't know what the hell to do, right? I mean, sometimes uh you know, people people say this, right? I mean, hey, you know, you 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 have you don't have 5 minutes why can't you call me the call is just going to take 5 minutes that's not the point the point is you can always cover 5 minutes no matter how busy you are yeah it's just having right? the mind space right exactly it's about having the mental bandwidth to be able yeah. to call somebody during that 5 minutes and have a goddamn meaningful conversation right yeah. that's what is missing right because people don't know how to build smart teams people don't know how to delegate people don't know how to use humor people don't know how to how to promote happiness in a, in, a, in an organization that's how hey by the way uh, you know one thing that you know i think is definitely an achievement for me is that although not everybody started we started as a five member team and we are like 30 people now oh, wow. we are about one year in the organization mm-hmm. zero attrition Oh zero attrition. Yeah, in one year we completed one year without any attrition at all. Nice. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. So all these principles put together buddy. They must have got a lot of biryani for Ramadan, no? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all, buddy. Hope so, you had a blast. <laughs> Sorry, I had to pay that. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Nothing in particular is brought to you by your hosts Shweb Hussain and Christy Parath. You can catch up on Christy's writing on worstherder.wordpress.com. He is at the rate worstherder on Twitter. On Instagram, he is christy.bharath, which is c h r i s t y b h a r a t h. Shweb is at the rate s h u v e b on Twitter and on Instagram as well. Please follow Nothing in Particular on Twitter on at the rate listen to n i p. and don't forget to rate us on iTunes it helps the show nothing in particular features original music by hariram narayan with vocals by sharanya subramaniam